There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time to face the podcast with Ellie Gibson, Helen Thorne, and Stacey Solomon! <laughs> Did that sound authentic? Yeah, oh, for a minute there, it took me back. I was like, where am I? This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. We are super excited today because along with Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne, we have Stacey Solomon. Oh my God. <laughs> to be here we're in your house in in essex we certainly are we're better to do a podcast i honestly this this i'm never leaving yes <laughs> this is really nice Amazing. it's so beautiful <laughs> now stacy of course you are a singer a tv present presenter and a reality television star you rose to fame on the x factor and then you won at i'm a celebrity get me out of here and you're queen of the jungle yeah I, i've still got my crown and my Have staff you? Yeah. oh wow <laughs> oh i had such a great experience on the show I really really enjoyed every second of it even the horrible bits <laughs> <laughs> do you still eat kangaroo penis every couple of days no I probably eat worse stuff than that like quinoa and <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's worse yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just kick straight off Stacey tell us about your family um, I have two children Zachary and Leighton Zachary's eight Leighton is four and your <laughs> mum we just met your mum your mum lives with you yes here. my mum lives with me I when I split up from my partner the first thing I thought was, yes, now my mum can move back in. <laughs> You've left your partner there. for your mother, basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's just an unbelievable woman and I couldn't do what I do without her. And I literally um, couldn't think of anyone I feel more comfortable with looking after my children and helping me with day-to-day things. And she's just one of those mums that if I say, don't give them lollipops, she'll be like, you're not having a lolly, whether mm. you like me or not. Whereas there's plenty of people in their life that are like, have a lolly. Yeah. Like, Mummy's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just amazing. Your first one, Zachary? Yes. He's eight. And how old were you when you had him? I was 18 when I had Zachary. And... 17 when I fell pregnant, it was the most horrendous ordeal of my life. Like, no woman ever tells you what giving birth is going to be like. And for an 18-year-old who never even broke a bone, like, I literally thought I was going to die. Mm. I genuinely thought, this is it. Like, no, this this isn't normal. People love giving birth. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone kept saying to me, oh, good luck, it's going to be great. 
liars they all lied to me <laughs> I like tore open I went to the toilet on a b-day for a year afterwards just like pushing the water on my knee you know like to try and stop it from hurting I hated it I hated every second of it and because I was so young it's a bit more I felt it was a bit more of an old-fashioned outlook eight years ago and I remember being in the in the ward you know where they keep you afterwards and you're mm. in those little and having this this baby next to me a thing I used to call him and he was screaming and screaming and screaming and I didn't know what to do I didn't know what does he want what am I supposed to do do I pick him up and the nurse came in and was like what is wrong with him and you know and you're just like I don't know what's wrong with him and I was crying my eyes I was like I don't know I don't know what to do and she was like you can't cry you're a mother now and I was oh like my god. Oh, the tears just so out wow. even I was just like, oh my god, I can't even cry. Like, I don't know what to do. I found it really, really difficult with Zach. Really difficult. And when they make you stay in, no one's allowed to stay in with you. So my mum couldn't be there. So I was there for like three days and had like a little visit from my mum mm. in between. And I, ju- I just thought, this, I don't know what to do. Like, mm. I'm, I was just miserable. Because, and you mentioned there you had quite a difficult birth because that's sort of how we met, isn't it? Because we were at the book launch for the wonderful Letters to My Fanny by Cherry Healy. Yeah. And Helen and I, we were on like a panel and we talked about our birth stories and I talked about how I'd had stitches and things. And I went up to you and I said, Stacey, can I just say, I love you. I think you're amazing. I'm a huge fan. I voted for you all the time, The X Factor. I just mm-hmm. think you're brilliant. And you just went... Oh my god, I think you're amazing. Oh, that story you told about stitches. Oh, when it happened to me, I was ripped all the way up to my asshole. <laughs> yeah. And you know, in terms of like meeting your heroes, <laughs> it was possibly the best moment of my life. I was just like, oh my god. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that we both a, had a traumatic. It was though. a bonding experience, wasn't it? You both talked about your fanny being torn apart. Yeah. But being a woman is a bonding experience because no one can, no, um, uh, like, no one, not no man has a bond like that. No, every woman knows. Or a tear like that's that. Had, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone woman knows every woman that's had a child knows what it's like to give birth yeah. nice or not nice so you all share that's the same thing in common mm. like all mothers have the same like oh my god can you believe we did that yeah it's horrendous we're idiots what were we thinking <laughs> but then and we then we did it again oh my <laughs> god <laughs> and the second time around I feel like a superwoman I really? feel like I can literally fight anyone achieve anything do anything I just pushed a baby out of my vagina in like two hours <gasps> wow I felt like, yeah. yeah I felt like no, there's nothing. You're about yeah. to get in the ring with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, after his life. I was already. <laughs> Take that! <laughs> I like, I I've got a fanny of steel. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> so how? And going back to like when you had the first baby and stuff, and, and you felt like you didn't really have a lot of support for, apart from your mum, obviously. Like, how was it? Like when you got home, did you have that thing that people have where you get home with the baby? And you're like, but where's the instructions? Like what? No, I kind of I ended up feeling really depressed throughout it all and I don't a lot of that part of my life is really fuzzy because I just kept looking at Zach and think not realizing that he was my baby I kind of just felt like what is this like what am I doing here like how do I do this and I didn't and I didn't I never put two and two together and I got really down I was breastfeeding which I found awful I felt like a human cow I really didn't enjoy it it's not something I will do again like and I genuinely was just like, this thing's attached to my breast. I don't know what it wants. It cries all the time. I'm up every hour of the night. Like, I just couldn't stand it. And it was my mum who turned around to me when he was about three months old. And she was like, just stop breastfeeding. There's nothing wrong with not... You know, I mean, like, if you didn't do it from the start, you, he'll, it will be no different mm. to bottle feeding. And then she was like, why don't you go away get out, get away for for a week with your friends so she sent me on a holiday with my friends and was just like just go yeah just go and get over it 
and it's traumatic childbirth and I don't think anyone prepares you for that especially when your body is a certain way and then all of a sudden like I literally I can't laugh without wetting myself and it's all right now I'm 26 I have two children and they're the best and a lot of incontinence pads yeah it's true and a lot of wet sofas (laughs) But, but I genuinely no one prepared me for that and I wasn't ready at 18 years old to to go through it and my whole body changed I get spots that I never get like I just Mm. I I was literally torn to my Mm. bum hole (laughs) like I had to look at my switches every day and make sure they weren't infected and think and little things like that just really change you as a person Mm. you're not a carefree child anymore you've really got to take responsibility for yourself because everything happens to you that child has no one like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Do you think you had postnatal depression or do you think... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Looking back on it now, I definitely had postnatal depression and I was really embarrassed about it. So when I started feeling better and, re- like, adoring that person that I'd bring, bring into the world and thinking, oh, my God, how did I ever live without you? I then got that cloud of, like, oh, how did I ever not want you? Like, oh, how did yeah. I ever even think that you weren't a great thing it was really weird it's like a really weird but then 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 I've learned as you go on my son's eight and I still I still worry about what I'm doing for him I still feel guilty if I give him sweets I'm like oh I'm so terrible he's gonna get diabetes or do you know what I mean like I do feel really like I'm always guilty as a mother yeah no matter what I do no, I think I think that's that's the thing about that and Ellie wrote about this um in a blog we wrote about the fear that you just all of a sudden, you think, I'm, I'm never going to stop worrying about this this baby until no. I die. Yeah. I'm going to worry about where they are and what they're doing, if they're happy, if they've got a nice partner later on, like all those yeah. things. Um, but but to balance that out, you do get that extraordinary love. Like yes. the, the joy that you cannot get from anything yeah. else, I think, when you see them laugh or... Or, or do like, something good. Yeah. Or someone says to you, John, my best, my, the best feeling I ever get is when they've been to their friend's house or been out somewhere and people are like, do you know what? They're so polite and lovely. And I'm like, oh, like, yes. That is my best that's like, that's like parent cocaine. It's like, oh, so oh, good. Good. <laughs> God, my kids are not assholes. Oh my God. <laughs> say it again, say it again. Write it yeah. down, write it down. <laughs> Give no me a certificate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But also, I find that my kids are assholes, like with me. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. awful, so rude. Like, not awful yeah. all the time, but they're, they're giving me attitude, and I just think, ooh. No one is going to like you if you behave this way. Yeah. And then, and then they go out to other people, or they're at school, and they've got like gleaming school reports. And I'm like, do you know what? That means I'm something's getting through to them. They can be as nasty, <laughs> as rude, as naughty as they want inside the house to me. But when they go out, as long as a little bit of what I say has, has got in their brain, and they behave like civil, great human beings. Yeah, done. So people say, oh, I just, I just want my kids to be happy, and I sort of think, actually, I don't. I want my kids to be happy, but I also want them to be like successful. No. no actually not like not in 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 the sense that I don't want them to necessarily make a load of money or be famous or even have like amazing jobs but I if if they want to work in a chip shop and they're happy that's fine that's up to them but like I'd like them to be nice members of society I'd like them to spread happiness in the world rather than rudeness and and disdain which is what they mainly do currently but they're very young (laughs) there's a lot of time Yeah. yeah see I want my children to be have a good heart I think that's re- that's the most important thing. But at the same time, I don't want them to get walked over in life. I mean, there's a big list for my kids. So right. I want them to have a huge heart. Yeah. I don't want them to be walked over and I want them to be able to stand up for themselves. And I want them to achieve. Because I always feel like if you don't achieve in life, then you're not a very, you're, you're not satisfied. It depends what your measure of success is. I think, I think 
There's, there's, I don't think there is a measure on success though. Yeah. I think success is your own. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Like, so I yeah. want them to anything that they enjoy doing. I want them to do it a hundred percent. Yeah. Like whatever it is, like you said, even if it's a fish and chip shop, if that's what they want to do, then I want them to achieve it, and yeah. I want them to love it. And yeah. but I think, and everybody's achieved sense of achievement and success. It changes. Well, for me, it changes day to day. Like today, having Stacey Solomon on the podcast feels like a huge achievement. Yeah. But tomorrow, I might have a really terrible night's sleep and just getting through, getting to five pm without starting drinking. That might feel like a major yeah. achievement. I just don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Even getting to lunchtime sometimes when yeah. you open the door and the Chardonnay winks at you, like no, uh-huh. hush now, my friend. <laughs> Wait till dinner. It's not your time. No. <laughs> soon, right. soon, soon we will be connected. Yeah. So, I mean, you are you are a, a mum in the media. Is that is that felt like an extra an extra pressure both for you and your your boys? Yeah, you sort of like people seem to think that I'm inhumane, but no, not inhumane as in a normal like a like, robot. Like I'm not a human. Yeah. <laughs> like that I don't do normal things. People genuinely seem to think that because I'm. Oh my god! Sorry, sorry. sorry. No, that's this... all right. Mars. Hi, it's Joe Swash. All right, yes, fair enough. Uh, we just had to pause the podcast because Joe Swash has turned up. <laughs> Definitely not overwhelmed by celebrity, no. not starry-eyed at all. No, no, and we're being heckled by a small dog. Sorry. Sorry, what oh, were we saying? We were just talking about oh, you being a celebrity media. and then Joe yeah. Swash turned up. Yeah. <laughs> As I do. <laughs> this is how it happens. Then <laughs> a life. chihuahua started barking. It was very normal. Yeah. I looked at him and I was like, oh yeah, it's Joe Swash, yeah, that yeah. makes, makes sense, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, we're just waiting for Simon Cowell to turn up for crumpets. Oh no, he's due about four o'clock. <laughs> so no. we were talking about, yeah, um, is there an added pressure? Yeah, so people seem to think that I am this like superior being that never can do wrong and doesn't ever have a drink or, you know what I mean, doesn't go out. Mm. And I, I just find that really hard to grasp because what we should be doing as mums in general is just saying, how friggin' hard is this? Like, how amazing are we doing? Even mm. if you have a glass of wine after dinner when you put them to bed or even if you have a glass of wine and you're out in the garden with your friends and they're running around. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a yeah. normal human being. And the only thing that I find hard about children and being in the spotlight is that I can't be a normal human being. I have to accept that I'm an example to, to maybe young younger people or older people and that if I do go out with my children, I have to be really careful about mm. what I do. You can't have a cheeky Chardonnay at the soft plate. I cannot. <laughs> no. I know. Gone are those days. <laughs> when I have a bottle of vodka. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> right. so, I mean, I don't drink, which is helpful, really helpful. But, you know, like, sometimes I can't be bothered to... to <laughs> Put the straps all the way over the over the pram like the buggy when they're like four years old mm. and you think there's a I can't strap you in anymore because you're too big. Yeah. And then I think, oh, if I don't strap strap him in, will someone take a picture of me and be like, she hasn't strapped her four year old into the buggy? Like you know, like mm. all those things really scare me and make so me. So you always go to the back of your yeah, head. Who, who's around the corner? Always. Who's going to? Who's and and with iPhones and all those sort of things, that's that's really alarming. You could be anywhere. You'd be down at the supermarket. Oh my god! Picking up your chips. The amount of times. <laughs> Even Joe and I have just walked down the street and people are just filming us walking down what? the street. And you know, you're just like, oh, like, what is this? Shame. But it's so strange. Like, mm. first of all, who the hell wants to see me and Joe walking down the street? It cannot be breaking news. <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know where, who's going to pick that Woman up and man paper. walk on street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Attention. I mean, it's just weird. People, I, mean, I guess people 
have people do have the right to be involved in my life because I invited that in when I chose to do what I do and I really enjoy that um but I don't think it sometimes I think it's like it's scary it is scary because you want to set a good example and you want to do the right things but at the end of the day you are a human Mm. and you're not I'm not perfect yeah so I really like I really would beat myself up for doing something not perfect and yeah. I think, the re- you know, for the rest of us, it would be great if we saw more celebrities being normal mums and, you know, like... If, I if don't we- think people want to see that, Do though. you think? I think that they want to see you being normal mums, but normal mums is still like, oh, I give my child rice and not quinoa. You know, <laughs> right. like, yeah. that's their idea of normal mums. I think that when they see a mum doing something, even if it's not around their children, even if she just... If I went out mm. in a top that just cover manifolds, people don't want to see that because mm. I'm a mum. Yeah. You know, regardless of the fact that I'm 26 and if I want to get my boobs out, you know, I mean, yeah. at any age, yeah. it's my prerogative. But yeah. because I'm a mum, people do not want to see that, I, I think. Mm. I mean, there is a small group of us mums, real mums, who are actually like, go on, get yeah. your boobs out. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this is why Helen and I sing here naked now, as we yeah. actually... Yeah, yeah. To get I love out. to do my podcast topless. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Bit, bit of feminism. <laughs> Never did any art. That's right. <laughs> that's why it will always only be audio. Yeah. <laughs> so what what are your you've talked about sort of guilt and worries that you suffer from it. What are your coping strategies? How do you get through it? Uh I've got like a little drawer in my head where when I think about those like a metaphorical drawer, obviously. <laughs> When I think We're about with you, Stacey, on this one. It's all right. <laughs> when I think about any of those things, I just am like, see you later. I'm a great mum. I'm working really hard. I independently provide for my, both of my children. They've got a wonderful life that I could never have imagined giving them crack on. Mm-hmm. Whatever anyone thinks, you can see you later. Yeah. Like, I really am not, not interested. I used to be. As I'm getting older, I feel like, no, I am doing an amazing job. And I have to congratulate myself at some point and say... I don't have a partner and no one's ever supported me or contributed to my mortgage, my bills, anything. And I do that all by myself. And my children still have clothes and shoes and are fed every night. And I think that in itself is an achievement. Absolutely. So yeah. I've just got to keep telling myself how great I am. Yes. <laughs> just yes. to get over the guilt that I feel. <laughs> do your finger guns in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> Number one, Stacey, number one. <laughs> I think that's really good. And I think it's... it's, uh, And I don't know whether it's a British thing, because I'm Australian and naturally probably full of shit. But um, <laughs> but it's, it is a very un-British thing to say, well done, you, without yeah. sort of at least finding, oh, sorry, terribly sorry, oh, that's, yes. that's oh, but the house is a mess, blah, blah, blah. But I think... I think we need to keep doing that and keep saying yeah. you, and loving and yourself accepting, as well. Yeah. yeah, accepting the job that we do as being in a phenomenal job, mm. regardless of how difficult you find it or how scrutinising it is sometimes. Because I, I think being in the public eye actually probably doesn't make any difference because even when I walk up the school, you still get people judging you. Yeah. I remember being 18 and, and not having been on the X Factor or anything and an 18-year-old walking down the street with a pram. Imagine what it's yeah. like. It's all, People are already judging you straight yeah. away. Um, mm. So I think that every mother has to go through that and get to the point where they're just like, up yours. And I, but I never, I used to be so scared. I used yeah. to be scared to breastfeed out in public 
And that, that was another thing that really got to me. So mm. I'd be indoors all the time, like, well, I can't go anywhere because I've got a breastfeed. Mm. And a, an 18-year-old getting your boobs out in front of people, knowing that people don't don't particularly like it, yeah. it was horrible. Mm. People are so quick to judge. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm doing a good job. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm not perfect. That's deal it. with mm. it. And I think the important thing is that, like, Often, like, like to, to say it's hard or to say that you find it tough doesn't make you a bad mother. Like, no. those things get conflated sometimes. And I think, look, it's okay to say this is really a struggle and I'm not enjoying all of it all of the time. But at the same time, be someone who is putting, you know, food on the table and shoes on their feet yeah. and, and, and most importantly, being loving and caring. Like, you, could, those things can coexist. I mean, who, what mother out there enjoys? I mean, my eight-year-old, if, I, if he doesn't get his way sometimes, he's not a spoiled brat because I wouldn't let him be. But if he doesn't get his way sometimes, I get the, I hate you. I'm going to live with my dad. Like, if I was to say I enjoy that part of parenting, I'd be a, the biggest liar going. Yeah, yeah. I, like, come on. That is not fun. And sometimes I go in the other room I'm like, it hates me. <laughs> what have I ever done? <laughs> but I know that it's that is childhood. My mum always said to me as I was growing up, one day you'll know. Yeah. Like one day yeah. you're gonna know how I feel. Oh, I hate it when they're right. Oh, yeah, they're so they're right, so Stacey. Right. They're so right. It's so <laughs> annoying. Oh. Yeah, my five-year-old said to me the other day, I hate you. And I went, okay, it's fine. And he went, when it's your birthday, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's on October the 12th, but, you know, let's make a note of it. Yeah, we'll write it in the calendar. Kick mummy. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's it's hard. They can be, they can be, they really test you, and it's only because they love you that they test you. Because mm. I know Zachary has had has had a difficult time. He hasn't had a father influence in his life, so I know that he is lacking that male influence. I mean, my kids were literally sitting down to wee for the most part of their life until Zach was like, "How comes everyone stands up, Mum?" Like, <laughs> beats the shit out of me. <laughs> Was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, my son's fascinated by that. But do girls always sit yeah. down? But could they stand up if they? I don't know, mate. I don't well, know. Zachy, because of me, would always sit down and tuck his wheelie under yeah. and just go to the toilet. No, never want anything of it until obviously he went to school and was like, "Mum, all the other boys are standing up." And I was like, "Oh, you better stand up then." <laughs> like, I, like I can't sit in that trough, Mum, with the yellow lollies. I can't do it. <laughs> and I literally. I know that, the, that he misses that male influence, but I also know that I adore him and love him and everyone around him loves him so much Absolutely. that he's going to be fine. But I expect it, the, the test of the boundaries. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I expect that. He's going to tell me he wants to do with his dad. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I feel like sending him home. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. go. Have fun. <laughs> you in a week. Yeah. <laughs> and how's it? Because you've got a boyfriend now. You're going out with Joe yes. Swash, who was he was a king of the jungle. Yes, on a different two years series. We are amongst royalty yeah. today, yeah. Illy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Were you brought together by the shared experience of kangaroo penis? Yeah, we were brought <laughs> together by the experience actually. First of all, because we were talking about how much we loved it, and and then we just got it on because we're both idiots <laughs> I don't take myself seriously at all like I haven't got time who knows what's going to happen do you know what I mean I just want to have a laugh and enjoy myself and he's exactly the same he's really funny outgoing we act ridiculous together and that is what I think connected us mm. you know, two buffoons in Australia <laughs> <laughs> we were seriously bringing down the IQ of the whole of the nation while we were there no you weren't <laughs> I can't I imagine what it's like to bond with someone over the fact you're both idiots can you? Yeah. No, I can't no take anything seriously. I haven't connected with Stacey at all on this level. <laughs> <laughs> or being a dickhead in Australia. I know. don't know what you're talking about. I haven't put a uh, kangaroo's dick in my mouth, though, I just want to say for the record. <laughs> Not since university. Not since university. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like the, uh, David Cameron. Oh, you, I think you've got, you've got a, a presence in your house. Your door just opened. Oh, oh, yeah, it does that. I think it's the wind from the window. It's the ghost of the kangaroo. That's <laughs> <laughs> I want my cock back. <laughs> well, I think. Do you think that's enough family chat? Here? Yeah, I think we've done. We've done family. Should we move on to the X Factor chat? <laughs> <laughs> that's not annoying, is it? Stacey? Oh, no, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> now, X Factor is, of course, uh, how you kind of got your big break. What What led you to audition in the first place? Oh, I auditioned like three years in a row. Did you? I auditioned for everything and anything. I was studying my A levels at the time, um, and just yeah, just really up for doing anything. Didn't even get into my school play, and then I thought, oh, I've got an audition at the X Factor. <laughs> Nice. Well, you were you were amazing, and the nation, including especially myself and my mother, fell in love with you <laughs> just completely. Um, and was it was it Danny was your Danny mentor? Yeah. yeah. Did you? How did you get on with her? And I love Danny. Yeah. She's unbelievable. She still texts me now and keeps in touch, and she'll be like, she sends me photos. She's got a little boy, Ethan, and um, we send photos of our kids. Oh. Yeah, she's so genuine. Out of everyone I met on there, she was just the most genuine woman and really, really lovely, really short. But really lovely. We love, we love you, Danny. If you're listening, please get in contact. Yeah, um, please come on the podcast. Bring yeah. your sister. And did you go to? You went to judges' houses, and Kylie was there. Was yeah. It? Oh my god! It was amazing. It was like, I mean, you can imagine. I've never met anybody in my life. Like, not even Mister Tumble. 
<laughs> it was the craziest experience of my life, but it just carried on being crazy. Yeah. I met uh, so many people that I can't believe I've met. Whitney Houston, Alicia Keys. Oh, stop, I'm going to cry. Um, like, it really is emotional. Like, yeah. I, I never in a million years thought that I'd be in that position. And you got to live in a house with Ollie Murs. I certainly did. <laughs> and do you know what? It was amazing, actually, because me and Ollie were really close, like, really, really close. I still love Ollie now. Um, and you came, I think, was it third? Yes. You came, be honest, Stacey, how badly did you want to win? Not really at all. Really? For some reason, there's always that underhand feeling that you're like, well, actually, does the winner ever do? Yeah. <laughs> Joe McHoodry? Yeah. Once I was in the <laughs> Where final... Where are you now, Leon Jackson? <laughs> when I was, once I was in the final, that was it. I was like, yes, I've done it. Yeah. I've done the whole experience. I haven't missed out on anything. I haven't got anything left that's going to happen without me. I've mm. done it all. Like, I felt so lucky. And like I said, I genuinely felt so privileged just to have gone through the experience that I was just like, okay... Like, yeah. I could die. Like, well, I couldn't because of that. But, like, that feeling of just, like, I don't mind. Do you still watch the show now? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I love it. Oh, who did you root for last series? Um, I liked Reggie and Bowie. I like Reggie and Bowie. Oh, they're brilliant. Oh, I love them. Um, what about your kids? Like, I mean, what if they said to you, I want to go for X Factor? Like, I want to I want to give it a go. Would you support that? Yeah, I've, anything they want to do. I'm not yeah. interested. I don't wish for them to be, like, rocket scientists and I don't wish for them to be famous. I just want them to be happy. Yeah. So whatever they decide to do, I'll... I'll I'll support them. What do they want? Have they expressed any... Uh... Zach loves golf. <sighs> which is something that actually I'm like, what? <laughs> if I could yeah, choose one that, thing, I don't mind what No, he Put really... Put the club down. He's very <laughs> naturally gifted at it, so I have to just let him go. And he's very... He's a very singular person. He's not a team player. He doesn't like football. But I don't, you never know, he's eight years old. How does he know? He might, oh, he, then he'll discover girls and, you know, clubbing. And then his golf will go out the window, probably. Oh, God, God don't, don't get Put it in the drawer, yeah, Stacey. Put it exactly. in the drawer. Oh, in the magic drawer. It's like therapy, I think, as well. He gets time to reflect on his life, be on his own, That's walk right. around, uh, be outdoors. Mm. So, yeah, I do, I, I do like it. It's not the social circle I'd, I'd like him to be in, to be honest with you. But... He's not at the country club yet. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. So, so what's what's next for Stacey Solomon? Um, just working really hard and, and enjoying myself really, and looking after the, the boys. Um, I, I do a clothing range which I really enjoy. I love designing clothes. I'm, I'm writing my third novel to the sequence of novels I've been writing which I really enjoy as well and you were saying that you write all your own books probably yeah, you don't, you don't want ghostwriters I don't think that. I'll ever be able to do it again after this last one it's such a <laughs> it's such a big thing mm. you really need time and you need not kids running around screaming and, well, when I write back to the editors and they're like don't understand this joke and I'm like <laughs> oh ok <laughs> just cut it out or they're like not every sentence is shouted stop using exclamation <laughs> marks <laughs> oh my Stop god, it's smiley like faces in there. <laughs> emojis do not come. Like, oh what god. do you mean? Yeah. Unicorn, unicorn, poo emoji, <laughs> yeah. smiley face. There are no emojis in Pride and Prejudice, Stacey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Hemingway would not approve. Right. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, yeah. No. He was a big fan of gifts, of course, Hemingway, famously. <laughs> For whom the bell tolls was originally written in gifts. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you have like an ambition? Like, Is there one thing that you, you're definitely... You've got I'm really on? enjoying presenting, so I love doing what I'm doing at the minute. I'm... I, I love being a part of telly because I feel like then I'm relatable and people can feel like, oh gosh, she don't look perfect all the time and she is a normal girl and I love doing that. I love that feeling of sort of bringing people together mm. and making them just feel less shit in general. Yeah. Like, genuinely like that. 
Making people feel less shit. That's pretty much yeah, our goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think I answer just a general great aim in life. Like, yeah. We should get some t-shirts printed. Oh. Should we do a collab? Yeah. <laughs> we should definitely do that. It's going to be Stacey Southern t-shirts. Oh my God. I'm Don't be assholes and be, you know. Yeah, enjoy life. Yeah. And stop feeling like shit. I'm putting yeah. that on our website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, get yourself a drawer in your head. <laughs> Number two, stop feeling like shit. There you are, job done. <laughs> There you go. Get yourself a crown. Oh, yeah, get a crown. Always a crown. And a Joe Swash. (laughs) All right. Well, is it time now for a special feature, Helen? It is now time for a special feature. We've uh, made up a game called The Scum Factor. Excellent. Sounds Uh, good already. Right. So you would have seen us sing at Cherry Healy's book launch. And sadly, you would also have heard us. But we had a member of Rihanna's crew come to our show the other night. He was the manager of Rihanna's aerial... Thing. Oh, that's so a big deal. Yeah, he make, he said, I make I make Rihanna fly. He came to our show and he said, oh, it's really funny. Just one thing, I really think you should get some singing lessons. <laughs> oh, how dare we? But what we thought we'd do is if we sang for you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounded sincere, yeah, Stacey. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. um, because you know how to sing. You're, you're an amazing singer that you could give us some feedback. Like, you were the judge on The X Factor. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, turn the tables. Yeah. This is See another what I've opportunity done for me to hear your gorgeous voices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lucky lady. I reckon I'm going to make your dog bark. Or at least cry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just realised my really ugly sports bra has been on display to you. I'm very sorry. God, that's my really bad <laughs> sports bra. Joe went to me, are you going to put a bra on, babe? <laughs> I was like, no. I'm, not, I'm actually not going to. He was like, I can see your nipples. <laughs> oh. I was like, okay. You're going to wax your bum hole. <laughs> You're going to bleach that bum? Shameless <laughs> mum. Well, I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> I said we weren't going to do a scoop on you, but uh, <laughs> Stacey Solomon demands a Joe Swash gets into anal bleaching. It's, that's a headline right there. Isn't it? That's a headline. Oh, I've just bought myself a new house with that. <laughs> All, right, All right, here we go. You can do anything, my love, but please don't do that. No, please don't do that. Then it kicks in. How's it going so far, Stacey? Oh, wow. It's really passionate. (laughs) (laughs) She's being Louis Walsh. (laughs) Don't care if you go to uni or what kind of job you do. As long as you're happy and not living at home at 32. I don't care if you get married. You live your life your own way. Don't care if your auntie's right And one day you come out as gay We'll leave it there before we get into the chorus Polite clapping, thank like you I feel there wasn't enough audience for you <laughs> I, feel, I feel really like you You must have felt a bit hard done by After that performance But I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it Yeah um, the, Here comes the cow bitch yeah. Here comes the cow bitch just tell us straight, tell us straight, tell us we're to stop wasting our lives. I think, you know, the passion's there, the emotion's there, you, you, you've reworded the song, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> Could you say it like Louis? You made it your own. You yeah. made it your own. You did, you made it your own. Yeah. <laughs> and it is You're like a young Lenny Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah.
yeah, I felt emotional at times mm. f- for the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, you've been fantastic. You've been very kind, Stacey. Um, yeah. But at no point have you actually commented on the quality of the singing. And yeah. I, I can't help wondering why that is. Well, because I don't, I think, focus on the positive. <laughs> negative could be said at another time that's right by somebody else because yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm sure that would be performed to lots of different oh. people we, now this is judges houses because we are at your house yes. and you, we've just made you judge us Stacey which one of us are you going to put through to the live show oh no bear in mind whichever one you choose the other one will react like Ryland <laughs> <laughs> okay um LA oh! Thanks very much. Just to finish up, we do like to finish up with a scummy mummy's confession, which is where we tell sort of terrible stories of being rubbish at parenting. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday I was tidying up the garden. Um, uh, and I found this pot plant and it had water in it. I thought, oh, that's weird. What's, what's, what's this? And I, I went to tip out the water and I had a little sniff and it was not water. <laughs> My son has been secret toileting <laughs> water in the flowers yeah 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 literally a piss pot in my garden yeah. so I had to throw it all in the bin so that, yeah that was really nice thank amazing. you amazing honestly oh, like, exactly. I have loads of those stories one, one of those stories is I we recently went on holiday to LA and I was like right we, this is my kind of holiday is like showing them the place right yeah. know, like really getting about there so I, was, I said we're going to walk up Runyon Canyon we're going to go all the way up behind the Hollywood sign we're going to do the hike bearing in mind three and seven <laughs> my children Come on, come on. Great idea. Like an idiot, I didn't pack anything other than a bit of water. Yeah. And literally, off we went up the hike. Halfway up the hike, Leighton, I need a poo. I need a poo. And if I can describe to you what the hike looks like, desert. There's not one tree, not one bush, (laughs) not anything, anything there. And And then I started thinking, no, you can hold it. Best, best way to hold it, walk. So we're walking, walking, and all of a sudden he's like, I've done a poo. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, of all the places. He literally pooed, and it was all in his shorts, everywhere. Oh. So I had to take his shorts off and find a dog mess bin, <laughs> put the shorts and in the dog mess bin. And because we were three quarters of the way up by this point, there was no turning back. No. So I washed him with all the water we had left, and I forced him up the mountain naked. And I was like, we are getting to the top of Hollywood side. Welcome to Hollywood, kids. Thanks to that, got a t-shirt on, like Willie out. Like, oh, what is it all about, Mum? It's about the selfie. Now, shut up. Yeah, I'll show you the selfie as well. We look so happy. You stand behind me, Leighton. Don't anyone see your bum? Oh my God! Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Everybody comes to Hollywood has a dream. What's your dream? Doing a shit halfway up a hill. It's <laughs> so bad. And then you know you can just smell it the whole oh, way up yeah. as well when it was oh. boiling hot. It's never oh. cold in LA. Oh my God. And, we, and then we walked all the way back down the course and everyone walking past us was just like, why is your kid naked? <laughs> Don't ask. Yeah. You'd rather this than what was there before. <laughs> <laughs> what was she at? 
Oh, well, that is a that is one of the best Scummy Mummy's confessions I think we've had. I <laughs> love that, Stacey. Thank you. And I feel like we've covered all the bases. We've done X Factor. We've done I'm a Celebrity. We've done Shitting on a Hill, and we've done Joe Swash and anal bleaching. I feel oh. like I feel like it's all it's all in there. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's, it's like an entire magazine of hello. <laughs> it's like the woman's out omnibus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant oh. stuff! Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Please tell your friends. Please like us on the Facebook or on Twitter and Instagram at Scummy Mummies. That's right. And we'll be doing some live shows in the summer. Come see us at Camp Festival. We'll be doing a special Secret Mummies Wine Club with Sarah Cox, DJ Sarah Cox, and the Knackered Mothers Wine Club. Thanks again, Stacey. Yay. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Like a Texas. Ellie's is good. Thanks, Stacey. Stacey votes Ellie. Stacey's texting six one one zero zero Gibson. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.